Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. <laughs> it's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Block sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another microsode edition of Flame On. I am Pat DeBear here with two cohorts for this episode. We've got Brian. Hi. And Eric. Howdy. And we are here to discuss, dissect, and disseminate every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Or just some of them. Okay, fine. Just a few of the last ones. Yeah. All right. So we are here uh, to discuss the back half of season 11. I know we've kind of been uh, a bit hands off for the majority of this season. But honestly, can you blame us? There was a lot of it that was, uh, in the words of RuPaul, meh. Indeed. So we are going to uh, pick up from... I think the last place that we talked about was Snatch Game, or at least the epic lip sync between Brooklyn and Evie. Yes. They, and the challenge, they performed so low, but then in the lip sync, they performed so high. Right? Best lip sync of the season. Yes. I mean, Silky versus Nina was up there, but... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Where's my Rukakakaka shade rattle? Ooh, all the shade. Ooh, the Sade. Uh, He's a smooth operator. So after Snatch Game, 
we jumped into another acting challenge. Acting! Because apparently sewing and creating or doing stuff with like in the workroom is passe. So now it's all about the acting challenges. I mean, we had, we did have two design challenges, don't get me wrong. Do you think that they're adapting the actual skill sets that drag queens need now more than they used to? Because a lot of drag queens, they outsource their, their costuming. I mean, that's just very common. Even they outsource their makeup more and more, which is kind of crazy. Well, and see, this is the thing. I think the problem becomes when you have these... Um, design challenges or more of these design challenges or things that are more concrete this was put together well versus a subjective you weren't as good in this improv then it's easier to be able to produce the show in such a way that it you can get rid of the people that you want to in a certain manner not to say that World of Wonder does that, because I don't need any How dare trucks you? coming up here trying to steal me away. But <laughs> There's production in this show? Bitch, that final <laughs> lip sync uh, before the reunion and finale was so produced, I swear I saw Made in China on Vanjie's ass. Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. But we uh, had a an improv challenge with two fantastic comedic talents as guests judges and uh scene partners this was the ladp challenge with guests fortune feimster and cheyenne jackson that was a great challenge i really liked it most of it was i mean absolutely most of it okay three of the four or two of the three i don't remember there were four scenarios because you had um Silky and Sugar. That was with good. The, the busted hip pads. The yeah, fake that, hip that pads. was that was. I, I will good. I will give Silky a lot of the credit in that one. She did a really fun job. But okay, this is my only critique of this right now because I could go on and on about Silky because I'm not a huge fan of hers. Vanjie gets busted on for always being Vanjie when Silky pretty much is always just Silky. Yeah, you're right. And nobody calls her out for it. Yeah, even on the Snatch game, she played herself. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, she was technically T.S. Madison, but I don't know who T.S. Madison is, but she's just she's, silky. She's a sassy black woman. I don't know if you knew that. I figured. <laughs> but... She is a uh, social media star that spawned from the Vine era. Oh, yes. Where she uh, famously, I think, had a 22-inch weave while swinging her dick around. Oh, gotcha. on the vine. Yes. Oh, because she is a trans woman, the, the T.S. Madison. Uh, oh. She's actually really, really cool in person. Uh, she's been at the Parliament House before. She actually sang at Barioke when I did happy hour karaoke on Mondays. Oh. Um, so I've actually gotten to, to talk to her a little bit. And she's a fascinating individual to hear her story. I believe she was on What's the Tea with um, RuPaul and Michelle Visage back early on. Uh-huh. And she goes over, like, kind of her coming up into the world of, like, working and then transitioning into, like, really taking hold of her her transness and then turning it into a career. So it's actually a really good episode. So if you're interested in finding out more about T.S. Madison, go back and find that episode of What's the Tea. You'll be glad you did. But, yeah, you're right. She just was herself. Yeah. And it was, like, when Tyra was 
herself playing Beyonce because she's like, oh, Beyonce and I are so much alike. And I mean, like, it just, it's funny how certain people get read for filth for one thing. And don't get me wrong, Vanjie is just Vanjie and everything. Oh yeah. my God. And there is no acting to it. But she is Vanjie, but she's a fucking amazing performer. I think so. Like, we saw her at uh, Parliament, what, was it Saturday, Friday, Sunday? Sunday. So we're recording this after the Not Quite Gay Days event. And she was good. I, I thought she was really talented. I mean, she does her thing. She's not going to not talk. I mean. Well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, she performed her ass off, shaking her, shaking her hair back and forth and dancing around. I mean, you know. I mean, she was certainly more entertaining in the reunion and the finale than Silky was. Oh. Do you think they told her to tone that shit down? I don't know. No? no? Yeah. Because uh, you saw that happen over like the last couple episodes down into the reunion. She absolutely got dialed back down from 11 to like 2. You yeah, know? I think I think after RuPaul told her to bring the volume down during the reading challenge, it kind of dialed back a bit. Plus, when you have four, five, six queens, it's easier to get screen time than when there's 15 girls in the room and you've got to be loud and obnoxious to get a camera on you. Right, right. That's true. Um, speaking of the reading, because that was the first part of this episode. Oh, well, that was the reading challenge? Yes. Okay. Oh, God. It was the worst reading challenge yeah. I've seen. Like, it was cute for when the queen started to read back. Yes, yes. But that was only because the reads were so bad that they were able to spin them back around. I mean, things like, I love Nita, and Nita didn't perform well at all. And Silky was just atrocious, like that kind of half read thing on RuPaul. Her haikus, and then like asking for permission to pull out a footnote. Like, who cares? Just do what you're gonna do. Well, I, no, I mean I, that was the whole gag. Was can I can I use a footnote and then actually having a note in her shoe? Yeah. Like I get the I get the gag of that, but it was stupid. Yeah, it was yeah. not the it's best. Like, oh, and they were just horrible. I really I, felt the reads during the slaps were yes. funnier. Yes, they were than the, the sure. reads for the library. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's really disappointing because it again it's one of those challenges everyone knows is going to come up. So you have a lot of downtime in your hotel room. Why aren't you? Hell, even before you show up to the set, well, you know it's a thing. Yeah, yeah but it's but, but you, I mean, it, you, you can't know. really write. Oh, so you know the characters. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it depends on the read. Some reads are generic. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, well, you but can but make certainly come up with some generic ones, but yeah, you're right. You got to yeah. tailor. They to need to be directed at the person. For all stars, a lot of the queens will hire writers to write jokes based off of who is kind of rumored to be on the show. Oh, because like Monet um, and Bob talked about it on Sibling Rivalry. Where Monet had written, uh, not Monet, uh, Bob had written jokes for Naomi, and um, and even I think she had written a couple for Monet, but she went over and read through some of the ones for people that they thought were going to be yes, on the show, like Darian yes. Lake and a couple of other people. Yeah. So that way, you know, they go into it prepared because unlike the regular season, All Stars. Now you walk into that room, the first thing you do is exactly. the reading challenge. Yeah, so you've got to be prepared. When you're coming in, you may know some of the other girls that are going in because you're in the same geographic area. Right. But with the regular season, you don't really know these people until you have spent time with them. Right. Which is why this doesn't come until like the eighth or so episode. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like the slap challenge uh, 
there was less pressure and they were kind of at that point just a lot looser with yeah with just shit talking it was fun i mean it was fantastic that is a challenge that i think is consistently the most fun of all of the things they've done season after season well it's only been two seasons but i mean two really strong seasons i miss the puppets I mean, yeah, the puppets I, were great. I, I do miss the puppets. Did they kill the puppets after uh, Bitch Puddin' or not Bitch Puddin'? What was the what's Alaska's thing she does? Um, Little uh, Pound Cake. Little Pound yeah. Cake. No, I mean that was Little Pound Cake was born in season five, and they did it all the way up until they. Oh, that's because yeah, that was a separate challenge. That was like make your little toddler and Tierra doll. Because they still did puppets later on when it was the final okay. Because I mean, yeah, yeah well, puppets weren't brought in until like a couple of seasons, or no, was it? Season yeah. five or season no season five yeah they started with the puppets because they had yeah. the Roxy doll because then I remember they had the uh, oh and the, the Bianca one but season four they did puppets did they do puppets in four yeah oh okay it's remember, been a while since I've I remember seen four Sharon doing a puppet oh because then yeah because then they painted them and Fifi's was yeah, yeah. like super orange seven they did puppets eight they did puppets they did it up until um, season ten yeah they did it through I, nine I wonder why they yeah. killed the puppets I don't know Bastards. but then. RuPaul slapped Asia O'Hara, so now RuPaul stayed the fuck away from slapping anybody. She That's sure did. Smart. But, all right, so LADP was great. You had Silky and Sugar. You had Vanjie and um, Plastique, which bombed. Yeah. You had... Um, Nina and Brooke. Nina and Brooke. Fantastic. Which was amazing. I call her Paula, and I keep her <laughs> hidden. But it it was fantastic, and and Brooke, that was the moment when she really demonstrated that she had more than just a dancer, yeah, and a look, yeah, oh for sure. So and then you had Akira and Evie, yeah, also which, amazing. Which that was actually the first time in the season where I got excited for Akira. Yeah, I was like, hey, you can do something other than put on a breastplate and a uh, pageant yeah. wig. Exactly, she yeah. killed it. That was great. Or that same pageant wig. <laughs> The and then, let, then let somebody else say, so the wig. Wig. <laughs> moved around. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the picture that somebody doctored a picture of? They took a group photo at the reunion, or when they did the reunion set. Uh-huh. They have all the girls sitting together, and then somebody photoshopped Akira's wig onto all of them. No, I, I did fantastic. see that. Yeah. It's amazing. All right, so we had LADP. Dragra Kadabra was the next one. Magic. Which magic? Magic Club ninety six, <laughs> which this was one where one team was really, really, really good, and the other team was not really, Wait, really not that's good. Never happened before this <laughs> well, season, but like, yeah. I, but I, I, which just became so confusing for me when it got down to the end of the episode, and and somebody from the team that was really, really good went home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Production strings really showed through in some of the things that they did this season. Production shows through a lot because it is unscripted television and they needed to move in a certain direction. But when you take somebody off of a team and you're just like, well, these people were really worse than all of you, but you didn't shine as bright as your team. So I'm sorry you're going home. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, her runway look wasn't amazing and the fact like, if she had just kept with that first look. But Akira didn't even wear a caftan. I understand. I don't give a fuck if oh. you go and Google caftan with a K or caftan pants. This was, was this plastique went home? No. No, this this was sugar, sugar went home. Oh, that was when sugar went home. It was she had the multiple sugar the three. Vanjie. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Because th- it really should, 
have been based on the challenge, it should have been Evie and Vanji. Yeah, no, you're right. Honestly, if you're going to count the runway, Akira and Vanji. Yes. Because that was not a captain. Because Evie definitely had a much better runway than... And I didn't think um, I didn't think Evie was that bad in the challenge. She was a little more wooden, right? But she was also kind of the only thing that kept it moving in a solid direction. Well, because she yeah. writes her material, she prepares. Well, yeah, well, was... which they should have done, right? We're <laughs> just going to get up and just improv. Because... It'll be fine. Uh, Make it happen. It'll be fine. But yeah, that was I think one of our first questionable uh, eliminations of the season was the drag. Dragrook, it these fucking titles, Dragra Cadabra, but it was cute to see them do magic. Yes. but when is a drag queen ever doing magic? Never. never. Exactly. So the magician except, was cute, except um, yes, like the magician. Except, um, didn't you say that you guys saw a tour where Ivy Winners did the quick? The well, outfit, yeah, quick, quick changes change. are different than magic, though. Well, I've seen some magic acts that that is their magic is the quick change. Well, then yes. they need to be a better magician. But I mean, things like you know how a quick change is done. Their outfit has magnets on it. Yeah, but they drop the top to the bottom and it's poof. And then I know because just then... under all the glitter and then it goes poof, 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 badoof. That was Dragra Cadabra. Uh, and then probably the most disappointing makeover episode ever. Aww. That's boring. Ever. It's just boring. Aww. Bring back my queens. I was like, fine, let them use the returning queens, whatever. Why? We don't need them. We've seen them. This story's done. They brought them back just to, they did it to continue solve the, the wig gate. They solved the wig gate, right? They there. didn't even solve wig gate. <laughs> Ariel was going <laughs> to pop off, and then they came back for day two, and then Ariel didn't pop off. And then it was extra produced because they brought back Soju for some reason, just to be the trick of everybody, because there was no Raja coming back. There was no... Mercedes, no Kahana. Honey, no Honey Davenport. No, Honey was there. Honey had the beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. No Kahana. Yeah, no Kahana. It was no, no Kahana, no, no Mercedes, no Raja. Yeah. Those three. So yeah. I wonder how that all worked out. Because you didn't need any more than the number of girls they had left. Yeah, so three people were going to get left out. But if you're going to do that, you would figure Raja would come back and you would leave off the first three. Yeah. Yeah. Leave off the first three for savings. I wonder how that all came about. Well, they were like, well, we have to get Soju because she's obviously awful. So that's going to be the hardest person to make over. And somebody's got to get it. I mean, that's so- TV. Soju does good looks. Looks aren't the problem with her. It's the everything right. else. But, I mean, coming back and then saying, I don't walk in heels. Well. And you're a drag queen. But yeah. did you see her strut down that runway on the finale in the yeah, heels? No, no, no. She, she well, looked good for yeah. the reunion. She did. Yeah. And we'll get to that in, in, in a moment. But, uh, yeah, that was I, I, that was a they interesting thing. They certainly did pile on to her way hard. But well, also, And then you got Silky sitting there talking about how Brooklyn is shady. I don't. She was all that was left. Like she paired up people that were similar, and honestly, out of those people, that is going to be the closest match for Soju. I think they're the plus sir sized queens. I mean, you can make an argument that okay, she's kind of similar to Nina, but then Suga's not any closer to Silky than Soju is. No, everybody worked for who they were with, and then you had Soju. So it wasn't shady. It was just so. 
the luck of the draw. This gets to my theory that RuPaul saw in Silky somebody who is both entertaining in her own way, but also divisive. And, like, kept her maybe going further than she should have because of some of her craft problems because she was so divisive. And by throwing somebody like, I mean, I don't know if it was legit Brooke's decision or a producer was like, hey, maybe you put them together. You know what I mean? Like, that that's a pairing that really people would talk about. That would cause drama, story, but, whatever. But I think no matter who silky was paired with silky still would have kept the camera on herself she would have tried yeah, yeah yeah, for sure yeah so i don't know you you get into this weird thing where you're watching rupaul where you're 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 second guessing what is authentic i mean this is not just rupaul this is reality tv in general this is re- radio i'm thinking like 1041 like our local talk right. radio when they would have these little dramas or these little whatever uh bits you know it's like you don't know what's real you don't know what's manufactured yeah but it's kind of a head game but did you agree with the bottom two for this? Uh, this was hold on, don't uh, uh, this was Nina, right? Uh huh. And uh, Vanjie, no, no, it was Nina and Silky. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course. This yeah. is the uh, yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think I think from, I don't remember who is Nina's pairing. You just said sugar it. Nina was sugar. I thought that was okay. You know, I didn't understand when they kept saying there was no family resemblance. I mean, I didn't like the outfits per se. I love the statement. I love all of everything else. But uh, I saw Nina and Sugar look like sisters. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, at this point, I want you to find me a drag family where every single member of that family looks the exact same. Oh, you don't. You don't. You don't. So when you're telling me I want a family resemblance, I want to be like, so you just want a clone. Like, can we change the wording? Because... That's not going to happen. Are they saying drag family resemblance yes. or yeah. family yeah. resemblance? No. Like drag drag bio family resemblance They're or whatever. They're saying drag family. Because that hasn't been the case in the previous. Yes, they, it has. Yeah. I yep. thought I heard Michelle say something like sisters. Well, I guess I could be drag. No, well, that was derogatory. It was like you look more like um, cousins and sisters or like, friends than sisters. Like it's friends than sisters. I think what the only time it was ever like bio, bio family resemblance was when they did the mother of the bride challenge. No, but even then, that was still a drag family because you were her drag mother. Mm. It wasn't it makes because sense, I mean, yeah. when you're in drag makeup, yeah. you don't look like yourself, right? Right, right. Um, but we usually have men who've never done drag, straight men, right? Um, yeah. Veterans. We have the camera crew. We've got people that because then there are drag names, and they get a drag name, and that drag name corresponds to your drag, you're right. That's your right. drag name. Yeah. So what you really want in that challenge isn't just to coordinate clothing, but it's really probably important that you coordinate your face. Yeah, like, no, that's especially you have to get that look. Like when, like if Trixie, when Trixie did this, I'm from what I remember, she did like her face on somebody else. You know, that's the coordination they want. Like at that distinct drag look that they had on somebody else and and pull it off you know yeah because it was her and pearl but they did the um like the braces and the freckles and all that because they right, were right, right, right. there was a conjoined twins for yeah. that episode oh, that was the twins yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and i was like do they do one for all stars three no but yeah. well, even a her spot well, if she got to the end of there well no hey, that was didn't. her season was the conjoined twins she oh, was the one okay. that came yeah. back got it got it because at least at that point if you're going to bring back the eliminated queens Give there have there be a reason for it. Like in season seven, Trixie got to come back into the competition because right. that right. was, you know, the the name of the game was okay, let's do this conjoined 
twin look. Yeah. And the winner gets to come back. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it really is just, here, be clones. Yeah. Or be, you know, opposites. Like, Brooklyn in Plastique looks fantastic. And then one had the red dress with the right. shop up one sleeve. And the other had the blue dress with the shop up the other sleeve. And Vanjie and Ariel looked fantastic. And this is the episode where there was a thing piece about how RuPaul's Drag Race is uh, gaslighting their audience. Yes, because this is the one where everyone thought Vanjie should have won. And it, this episode was basically edited to show that this was the one that Vanjie was going to win. With somebody else going home. Like, the focus of the episode was shifted to make you think one thing, and then they went, like, hard left and yeah. said, oh, wait, no, that's not how this is going to work. And it's, it's a weird editorial question, because you're like, did you do that on purpose just to mislead? Or because because your audience is hip to you? Or... But was I mean, it, was this also one else. where it was also brought back up the whole Evie versus Silky and like, I'm going to send you home. I'm going to send you oh, home. Oh, yeah, I think and so. Then, and then Evie was the other one in the bottom three. Yeah, because they were playing up the Evie versus Silky. Yeah. And right. they were playing up um, Vanjie. I haven't won anything yet. And she did such a great job. And then it was like, Brooklyn, you're the winner. And it's going to be Nina and Silky. And everybody's kind of like, so was there what? a storyline where they were like, all right, we're going to build up to this epic Evie versus uh, Silky thing, and then one of them has to go home? And then they went, well, somebody really wants to keep Silky because she's whatever. Now we have to do something else. All right, well, let's do this instead. You know what I mean? Like, you can see those kind of wheels turning as the storyline. Uh, well, I mean, I mean it could line. have been, but at this point, nobody had seen Silky actually lip sync on the show. So, I mean, they had seen Evie, and so right. it would have been... But I mean, I feel like if we didn't have the snatch game where Brooklyn and Evie fucked up so badly and then gave that lip sync and were both saved, we could have potentially seen that because I'm, I mean, my feeling is that Silky was going to the top four no matter what. That yeah. was just the driving force. Yeah, exactly. Um, as was Evie. So in order to do that lip sync, you had to do a double save because that's just what it was going to be. But when you use it already on Silky or Brooklyn and Evie, you don't have that option. Right, right. Because right. honestly, and I thought it was going to happen at the finale, but that's like the biggest case of fucking blue balls this season yes. has given us was Oof. all this all this talk about the two of them and then nothing. No. Because honestly. They're the best of buds now. And honestly, this lip sync could have been a double uh, elimination. I thought elimination. it was going to be because. Her I, first word out of her mouth was meh. Yeah. Well, and rightfully so. The fact yeah. that we had a double save, we didn't have a double elimination at that point. Yeah. And our formula up until now has been that the last episode before um, before the break, the last filmed episode, is the top four doing their performance. Yeah. And we were not there yet. Like, we weren't close enough. Like, I thought they were going to both get sent home where Nina should not have gone home. I am sorry. Yes. That is, she, she knew the words to the song, yeah. and gave a capable lip sync. She gave the whitest white girl dancing at a party <laughs> to No Scrubs, <laughs> but she at least, yeah, did something decent. Yeah, when you're silky doing these, I would rather you do a safe dance and shoulder wiggle and scoot than give me a sloppy ass belly flop. Um. <laughs> Or fall, whatever uh, the hell splits, that is. Yeah. Oh. Where it t then you've got to try to like pull your hair out of your face, and then you got to try to get yourself up. Well, she did a sad wig reveal at first, 
Yeah. And then she went to the back of the stage and kind of stood Climbed back up on top there, of like I was like, Is she play, is she playing Rampage and she's gonna <laughs> start smashing out the windows? I don't understand this. It, I'm gonna it, wreck it. <laughs> I just don't get I really want to understand why she was kept so long and why Be- because RuPaul had a, a is it soft Ru- spot. Is for it her. Ru or oh, was yeah. it Oh yeah, 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 okay. Because yeah. I feel like it's the Tyra thing where Silky is a pageant girl. Silky has this thing that Rue loves, and Rue wants to push it. How is she? This is what I don't get. I mean, I guess the the uh, the, the plus world is a little different. But how is she a pageant girl? Like with the level of her craft that was demonstrated. Admittedly, she said in the the reunion, "Oh, I gained weight, and it, that's why How I do you gain thirty pounds I, in maybe six weeks? Not yeah. even. I don't. Not even. I don't. How that I, show films, and I I know we both listen to Ray Chase, so I know yes. they talked yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there is no way. <laughs> How do you gain thirty pounds in that ma- in that amount of time without needing a defibrillator? They don't give you enough food on that. Set. No, <laughs> right? Exactly. And yeah. I get, I, I am a testament to when you're stressed and you don't eat, you can still gain weight. Oh, yeah. But thirty pounds in a month, no, is severely unhealthy. That's it's crazy. And not have a cardiac arrest at some point, <laughs> right? Well, you're already a bigger girl. Yeah. Then she shouldn't be throwing herself around on the stage like that. If that's oh the case, my God. It's yeah. Anytime. But yeah, no. I just I really wish I understood that more because I don't. I don't. I don't know. Other than other than wrestling, she's a heel. Like if that's what you're doing, if you're building in this, well, she's over the, the antagonist top, yeah. for the season. So I mean, if that's what you're seeing and that's what you're doing, okay, I get that. But that's, I mean, Willem has called that out on uh, on Race Chaser a bunch of times when when you have your dynamic of your your usually your top three or whatever. You yeah. got your protagonist, your antagonist, and then. You're like perfectionist or something like that. Something like that. The the underdog. Yeah, the underdog. underdog. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you have Silky as your antagonist. You've got um, Brooke e- as your protagonist. And you Evie, have Evie as yeah. your underdog. Exactly. Yeah. And then Akiri and her breastplate and her wig that everybody and her, uses. Her 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 side eye. Woo. Uh, Woo. And her feathers. Oh, All the feathers. So many fucking feathers. She gets swallowed on those feathers. Jesus Christ. I'm like the Phoenix. There was a whole Phoenix theme during the finale. Then fucking Aquaria. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Nina goes home in questionable fashion. Then we get to episode 12, uh, our top five with Queens Everywhere, where they will learn sickening choreography from Todrick, record a verse for RuPaul's new club hit, Queens Everywhere. Which I'm sure all the clubs are using. All of them. Do you even (laughs) remember anything about that song? No. The song? No. The, the songs just get worse and worse every year, honestly. Yeah. Well, it's you're also this year, which I'm kind of glad they stopped doing that. Okay, final four episode. Maybe we're gonna send somebody home. Probably not, because then we can't do the lip sync off at the end, which everybody likes now. The pool um, play of the lip sync, you know, you have yeah. to have an even number of teams. Yeah, but <laughs> fitting five queens into a song. Yeah. On top of okay, well then. You also have to have room for the RuPaul chorus in there, too, or otherwise it's not a RuPaul song anymore. Oh, and yeah. make it in one take? Yeah, that whole thing. Sure. It was sure, just, Jan. It was horrible. No, I'm pretty sure. that I, I, I wouldn't it doubt it if take. they film it twice. Right, yeah. right. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do two one takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case. Yep. Yeah. But 
because they were um like Willem had caught that there was a cutaway after Silky's part or during Silky's part. Like she fell or yeah. something, yeah. But it just yeah, by the time we got to Evie's verse, I thought the song was done. And then I'm like, oh shit, that's right, we have five people here. And as much as I liked it, and she deserved the win in this episode. Yes. It I couldn't help but be but be taken back to season nine and Sasha Valor when they did um was it category is? Did they do was that category is for That was ten. Categories was ten. Yes. Oh god. Um what the hell was season nines? Magic. No, season Not magic. Was... No, 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 no. Season ten was American. Season oh. nine was category. Yeah, 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 yeah. What category Wait, are we on right now? I thought category was ten. No, category was nine because Sasha was the weird one. Oh, I don't know. Shay I can't. Had the baseball bat. Yeah. Was... None of them are Kitty Girl. That's the only one of these that I've actually ever given a fuck about. No, you Reggie all, wrote you. you. you exactly. That, Reggie well, wrote you is still the that top. That one because of how bad. Uh, no, those three verses don't outweigh. Great, but I mean, it's a diss track, and then you've got um, Kitty Girl, which is then an empowerment anthem. So you have two sides of okay. Of so that those coin. two, but then the rest have been yeah. And all I can remember from fucking Super Queen is she's a super queen. At least that part sticks. Which, queens, which queens, was that? everywhere. I don't. Know. All stars four. Oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, yeah, it was okay. But like, okay, so we're you were talking about produce. We're we're on to that one now, right? Yeah. Okay. So the overproduced part. When I watched a curious segment, and then I heard their comments afterwards, I said, "This is you must have seen something completely different." Where is the body? I thought Akira was horrible. I really, and Angie wasn't great. She definitely had some rough word problems and some whatever, and then silky whatever the hell that was but like brooks was solid and evie was was good really it good. wasn't funny we didn't see passion That's in your eyes this, this was the, the camera's three thousand feet away from her how are you seeing anything in her eyes yeah obviously based on the video vanjie was the weakest performance i, I thought akira could have been though i liked akira's to be honest i like akira i liked akira's it wasn't my favorite her, her but Brooks was stronger. Evie, Brooke by a hair, Akira. Those okay, are my, those okay. are my so, three. Yeah, by a hair. You probably could have done Silky versus... Yeah. Miss Ass Almighty, though. That, I mean, that, that, was, that was a cute little line. But, so you automatically had Manji in the bottom. And if you weren't going to get a Silky versus Evie lip sync on that episode... And you had Vanjie there. Right. You have to well, put... Well, of course. That was what this whole season production. was... Once that happened, that was the natural... Yeah, of course. It was so manufactured yeah. that Vanjie had made in China on her ass. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. But, I mean, even watching Brooklyn get the critiques, you just watch the wheels in her head turn yeah. and go, the fuck? Yeah. Oh, totally. Because <laughs> I don't... What is this? I don't see this joy. I don't see this... I, you need to dirty it up. What? No. She had the hardest fucking choreography. She's spinning yeah. on poles, doing splits, like doing all this stuff. Like, oh, you wanted more jokes? Like, I'm not saying she's the fucking. She's not feminine. <laughs> but I mean, like, 
She is the whitest girl from fucking Canada. What do you expect from her? They did read her on her outfit too, which I thought was also. Brilliant. I mean, the under the underarm stains were the only thing that. Oh, the, I sweat, the sweat spots after watching it the second time, I was oh. like, oh. But that is pure Brooklyn. Like that is white swan, yeah. ballerina. Oh, goodness. absolutely. And when you think about the, well, I mean, this is the lip sync, obviously, but her performance. Well, no, actually, on the runway, didn't she do a little up on her toes? Yeah, she, thing? she was on point. Like, that yeah. is so impressive to see that level of craft and. If that had been the first time she had been on point for the season, I think it would have gone out. Like, I don't think she would have got read the same way. But because she had already done it. I know, but I'm sorry. And I've said this to other people. As many times as she does it, it still makes oh, me so happy. Sure. It still does. Yeah. Like, she did the mummy on point back when we did. Why are we doing this ball challenge with fucking 11 queens? To see all Ugh, the outfits. 33 fucking <laughs> looks. Jesus Christ. Just to make them pack more shit. Um, so we, we saw it there. Cool. And then... But this was the first time we saw her perform on point. Right. Because she won that challenge. Yes. So she didn't have to perform. She was just... One of her looks was a, a mummy, a ballerina mummy. So she walked the runway on point. But this was the first time we got to see her actually do a whole number. So, I, I, yeah, the, there, there are a couple episodes that are just a little much. Yeah. You understand that there's production, but sometimes it goes a little. Well, too you never want to see the strings of the puppet. Yeah, you want to know that there's a puppet. You want to believe that it's real. You don't want to see the person up there manipulating it, and that's the problem. When you see that production storyline influence really directly it's 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 obnoxious you don't like it's yeah brooks like why did i pretend to be in a relationship with somebody else on this season oh do you think it was all that yeah really oh, yeah. do you know that i i can't say for sure oh but i can almost guarantee you that it was i mean i know we know people who know people so i mean but i always take that with a grain of salt but i i mean it could have been a hookup and they went you know hey this is gonna work for us let's do it but they played that shit over the reunion I oh wanted, my god. I wanted the notebook and I got a post-it note. Uh smart. I take back my Vanji can't act because that reunion acting <laughs> smart and everything. All of it. No. Everything. Vanji is obviously one of the smarter manipulators of the people manipulating them. Except that at some point she hit that realization, I think, that it's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen. She's not gonna be in the top four. And that's sad, because I think she could have totally done it. Yeah. And been a better contender than Silky. Not, I don't know that she would have won given the competition, but she would have been a better contender than Silky. She's you in know? a better spot being eliminated beforehand. And, and uh, agreed. Because same thing with Nina. In, she's in the Latrice spot. I mean, yep. Same thing with Nina, though. They're not. It, it's it's anybody. She's in the Katya spot. Right. Right. She's exactly. In the spot. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, no, it works. But yeah. So then Vanjie goes home, and our top four. We've got. Brooklyn, we've got Akira, we've got Silky, we've got Evie. And I know I didn't do that in the proper order because it should have been Akira, Brooklyn, Silky, Evie. So you don't show favoritism, you just show them alphabetically. Yeah. But anywho. I think at this point in the episode, people understand where the favoritism is. Well, I mean, true. <laughs> They're like, Silky, 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 Silky. But If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just a little win. Then we get reunited, which I will say this. I'm glad that the reunion has been split out of the finale. Although with as much time was dedicated to random bullshit, we could have had the reunion in the finale and still had plenty of time for the actual finale. Yes. But the best part about it... Are you glad that they filmed the reunion after the finale? That's exactly what I was going to say. That is exactly what (laughs) I was going to say. So they film this time around. It depends. It was usually on like a Tuesday or a Thursday before and they would film the following day. This time around they filmed on Monday night? No, Tuesday. They filmed on a Tuesday, I believe, in LA before... The last episode had aired because, you know, you need yeah. time to be able to edit the episode. So before we even knew a top four, we already had our top four competing for the crown, which I think is a little awkward. But you have that whole finale taped. You have your top two. You have your crowning recorded for your top two. And then you get your reunion the following day with some bitter ass queens. People are still going to be bitter even if you haven't. With just the top four, you're going to have... Well, but this is the thing. I don't care about everybody else. Yeah. The top four, and this was the most evident... This started with season nine because of this lip sync for the crown format. That was the point where Shea Coulee was like, I don't need to be nice because I don't need to worry about you possibly picking me to win this $100,000. Right. So she was like... You didn't even film me getting the crown, so... I've got receipts. (laughs) Let's talk shit. Where I feel like... This time around, they were kind of like, all right, well, you guys don't really say much because we don't want our viewers having an idea. Because Akira and Silky didn't get much airtime no. during this reunion. Well, there, there was no, more. I no, almost Silky say you got one question asked of her. Akira got a decent amount, though. She got because like she two. interjected. And well, they, about they, she had one segment where they talked about her being a shit star. Right, 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 right. And then she got to have like one read or something right. like that. Right. But she got like no time. Vanjie got like 14 All segments. Well, 
Yeah, no. Talking well, just to her and then talking to her about her relationship. But that's also good TV. Because Vanjie's good TV. That's fine. But for fuck's sake, I didn't even realize that Honey Davenport was there. Well. Until she said one thing at the I end. Know. Even Soju yeah. got more time on screen than Honey. Good for her. Yeah. It was interesting. Like, the reunion was very weird and off balance and kind of a shit show. And I just. I mean, I it, that's like this season. Yeah. yeah. They're not exactly. But the reunions are always kind of a shit show. And, like, you know, how you have people walking out, you know, with what's her name? Uh, Vixen. Vixen. And just all this back and forth and bickering. And I don't know. I just. The wig, the wig gate. It's like, come on, really? This is the whole thing? You're going to talk about the fucking wigs? Like, come on. And RuPaul's I, like, w- w- at one point she does her, and she's done this a couple times, like, you guys need to, and she gives her motherly advice, and it's like, oh, say um, it with me now. And- she does that, but then at the same time is like, oh, wait, this tweet that you deleted? Boop, here are uh, the receipts. Oh, totally. Let's read this together, oh, yeah. shall we? I'm like, well, they really want to stir that pot. But a mom, a mom would call you out on that shit, too, though. That yeah, like, wig gate was the worst fucking storyline of the season. Like, yeah. Do you think that was actually the producers told ariel to do it or ariel thought of it like oh i could do something oh i think it was i think it was an absolute accident and then they went this is fucking gold we're gonna capitalize this you know as much as we can and she was stupid for that tweet especially knowing that she came back and filmed another fucking episode where they talked about it yeah that was that was the thing i didn't understand i have a question is ariel what's ariel's last name Is she related to Ariel Italic? No. Okay, because it's the last name that matters. Well, yes. But I was sitting there like... And they're different Ariels. Oh, I didn't realize that. Ariel Versace is like Little Mermaid Ariel, and Ariel Italic (gasps) is Fonts. Oh, I... Okay, well, that makes more sense. Okay, sorry. I was excited. I was like, we know Ariel Italic. Oh. Oh, well. She's not part of the Versace family. The Versace. 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 (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so there wasn't much... Although um, Nina's read of Soju was was fantastic, yes. Too bad your career you didn't pop like your cyst. Ah. Tell me, did it K-pop? <laughs> uh, or or what was it? No, Hun- it was Honey's one line. Honey's one read was uh, talking about Miss Ass Almighty. It's like a genie's lamp. When when guys rub it, they wish uh, they wish for something. Or no, it's it's big, empty, and they wish for something better or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was like, all right, honey, Davenport. Got your one line up there. And then this whole social media versus showgirls thing, I don't understand it. And I don't like that binary division of it. Because, yes, yeah, social media girls are one thing. Look queens are one thing. But those could be two separate things. And then your showgirls aren't just showgirls. They're not, you know, like the dream girls this season. Silky and Akira. And Vanjie. I don't understand why Vanjie is included in that. But anywho, that's just their little clique. I get it. But they're pageant girls. But you have, like, Nina. Nina's not a showgirl. Nina's not a pageant girl. Nina's not a social media girl. She's a comedy queen. But she's a she's an advocate. She's a you know she's so much more than that. Been doing this for so long that right. you're trying to then funnel everybody into these really narrow like perceptions of it. But I get like when you have somebody like Kimchi, who is a sweetheart, very nice, yes. But she's a look queen. You know she can do a great mug, does great outfits, and poses great uh, posts great pictures. But then you get her out there to dance and she's falling on herself. <laughs> you know? 
so it's it, it's definitely it's weird i i don't like that they try no. to like start that fight up it's it's a it's an old person versus new it's an old drag versus new drag thing i think i feel like i was gonna say you can't say old person because like ginger minge was part of the old lady brigade on her season and she was what like 25 on her, yep. on her season yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely that. It's the queens that have come up and are part of drag families, come up in the pageant scene, come up in the drag world versus the queens that have come up in drag race. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, then yes. learn makeup through YouTube tutorials. It's the queens that bust their ass day in, day out in their local scene versus yeah. the queens that do it all from their home. Admittedly. Yeah. Which neither one is wrong. No, they're both valid. Totally. But yeah. They're different skill sets because when you're doing it from home, you're not getting that performer uh expertise that you would get working the clubs day in, day out. So yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not having a hustle. Yeah. And I don't know if production thinks well, they can talk to a camera and sell like it on YouTube so they can do the interview part of it. You know that's what they're doing. Yeah. Because they invited the fucking social media influencers, whatever the hell that is in that one episode like that is something they're trying to co-opt and you know right so yeah it's totally but it's not even so much that it's you're trying to hit a younger generation and right when you're talking about like plastique you know when they when they talk to her about her followers she has over a million now and then they were like how many before the the uh before you came on the show when she said 400 i'm thinking oh okay wow she just blew up and right. it <laughs> was like four hundred thousand, right and it was like oh oh that, well yeah. yeah so you're trying to reach you're trying to reach a market that you can't reach in a bar. Yeah. You're trying to reach a market that you can sell to. Mm-hmm. Um, because now it's all about DragCon and mm-hmm. it's all about putting out music but you or products. Does she not perform? Because, I mean, she's one of Alyssa's girls. I would oh, no, think she, she does. Yeah, I was say, no, I think no, she's, she's one performer. that does both. Yeah. But, I mean, she's from the House of Edwards. So that's where she bridges the but, divide. Right. But so, yeah, some yeah, of totally. it was she was starting drag before she was 21. Yeah. So she wasn't able to perform at a oh, lot of the clubs. Got it. Got like, it. Yeah. But this was something. As four. Yeah, Willem was even talking about. So somebody's going to find a picture of her <laughs> at S four doing Beyonce doing some 17. lemonade. <laughs> Fourteen years old, getting her braids on with some Beyonce. Oh, Jesus. But uh, yeah, so she relied a lot on social media mm-hmm. because that's where she could present her right, self. Right, right. Because she didn't, she wasn't able to perform at the club every night, which I get. Yeah, but that's that's where like she crosses a, a a divide because she is coming up in a scene, but she's too young to come up in the scene. So when you've got somebody like Alyssa that takes you on and and all of this, like you know, you're gonna have some of those girls, but then you've got some of those girls like you know an Ariel who this is her thing. She does these looks, and now she has a weight company. So that social media presence is basically for that yep. it's like look at my makeup look how good i look look at this wig you like this wig you too can buy it for 150 dollars. just go to my website but honestly i didn't really like at the big like at the onset onset of the season i didn't hear too much of the girls talking about well i'm a showgirl versus i'm a social media queen the real thing i ever heard was the second soju came in and then ariel was like well, you just do looks. Do you ever perform? How often do you perform? Yeah. Well, I do my show twice a week. That wasn't the question. Yeah. And that's still and, my question, is how often yeah. do you perform? But, I mean, it was just, like, I don't know if Ariel just felt self-conscious. Like, I'm going to preemptively 
punch down so that way people don't pick on me for being a social media queen maybe but, and it, i don't feel like it was that prevalent this season it was prevalent last season yes for sure or even in nine because you had like aja who got torn apart because of you know social media and facetune and all of that stuff well i mean it was also in eight because of kimchi and like she was the first big instagram right? yeah but they didn't really push at that point but, but, but like i mean but you, she you, was you, the you, first you, one that absolutely was that yeah because look. i mean they were always picking on her runway walk yeah that's because she can't walk and can't dance and falls over herself a lot <laughs> if you listen to them talk about it they talk about how often kim fell they, can't, they had to do that thing when they were lying on their back yeah, yeah, and doing yeah, yeah. the legs and the arms for the music video, yeah. which I miss the music videos, to be honest. I know that this costs less, that they're doing it on the the, the lot and the set yeah, that yeah, they yeah. already have, but I miss the music videos because those had so much more, so much better production value and showed a different well, side of the Well, that's when the they queens. didn't have to pay for the music producer to come in. Well, once he went so, crazy. No, oh, Lucian! <laughs> Oh, no, they, did, they, they didn't actually have to uh, record anything and mix that into the track. Because at that point, they weren't recording verses. Well, no, because even from season one, they did. They recorded their verses, but only one made it in. Because that's, that's where BB's infamous face, 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 I give face, beauty face. That's in CoverGirl. Is it? Yes. Ah. They all recorded. The top three all recorded their verses, but only the winner got put into the music video. Two recorded a verse? Yeah. Wait, yeah. did two record? Were you asking if two recorded a verse? Yeah. I feel like they did. No. I feel like Two they... had acting. Yeah. Maybe they didn't record a verse, but it's happened. Yeah. Okay. They've done stuff like that, but... Because, I mean, like, there were things like season five, they did that... The like... courtroom scene and well, the well, car I mean, they, scene. They, they, did a, they did a music video as well, but um, their, the we are their the song was the We Are the World one. Oh, can I get an amen? Yeah. Where my people at? Ugh. Where my people at? Gross. Love it. <laughs> Where my people at? Wearing my sequins. Oop, my, <laughs> my sequins gown. Oh, poor Roxy. All right. So uh, Reunited, just kind of boring. Nothing major came out of it. So the grand finale, because at this point, I'm, I feel like this episode is feeling as long as three of these seasons. Because, God, this season felt like forever. Grand finale, an hour and a half that could have been done in a half an hour. Seriously. All that bullshit at the beginning, wasted. The first hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. spread out the first two lip syncs a little bit. But Michelle me... had a breast reduction. Oh. That's important. And, and you got to. In memoriam. You got to have the families on camera. Not actually let them say anything. Coming from a home that was split at one point. I did at least I did enjoy Evie's family. <laughs> I like well, I mean, it seems like everyone enjoyed Evie's father. Oh ah! well, you know that too. But no, just that was great. I love that he was showing his uh, motorcycle club <laughs> episode of the Drag Race. Of course, he was. But I mean, the looks were fine. Sugarcane pulled off a reveal that actually worked well. Yeah. Um, her. Sacred Heart look was was cute. Yeah. Uh, Nina with her paper doll look. That Love was it. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of which other ones stood out to me. I liked um, Plastic Tierra's. She looked great. <laughs> Just called it Plastic. Yeah, plastic. I did. 
Plastic Tiara. Plastic Tiara. She <laughs> is so much taller than I thought she was going to really? be. Really? Oh, yeah. So much taller. Like, was it because of shoes or, like, legit? No, I mean, the heels added, you know, yeah. a couple inches, but she was taller than I really huh. I thought she was going to be. Evie oddly, Evie, oddly, was the tallest out of all of them because yeah, well. I, I had the wide-angle selfie lens on, and even when I tried to crop it down into, like, the, the fourth the fourth three frame on Instagram... I still had to cut off part of her head and part of my chin. <laughs> my arm wasn't long enough to get the camera back that far. Let's uh, see here. I liked Honey's. Did you already say Honey? No. I forget about Honey all the time. Yeah. yeah. It was It was fine. a big leather skirt. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it bee-related? It was. The top was all honeycombed, and then Oof. she had the bees on the wires. Lame. Which is similar to... It's, a, it's like her uh, entrance look. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Brooklyn's uh, Queen of the North Ice Queen look. Yes. Yes. I liked Evie's muscle dress. Yeah, that one was okay. I didn't like her one later. Her uh, first lip sync. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like the first lip that, sync. That's from her new music video, and yeah. I just was like, oh, what is this weird club kid, crazy, felt, glued on project that you've got? Um, I, I don't know if we're going through the lip syncs, but I'll... I'll uh, we'll get to yeah. those in a minute. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Akira's, I liked the idea of it, but the big feather thing, it didn't flow. It was just this hard shell that surrounded her. Yeah. Like she, like she was encased in a shell of feathers, which just felt awkward to me. Yeah. I need them to have like some of the feathers to go in maybe just slightly different directions. So it looks like it has movement. Yeah. Versus just like shellacked into one place. Right. And then, so, here's the thing. Do you think that multiple queens across seasons, that it's okay for them to find the same inspiration in the same thing? Are you talking about Silky's roach dress? Yes. Yes. Um, I think Alaska did it better. Well, yeah. But um, I think she took something that, a critique that, did not need to be taken as far as it did because she used the Roach comment once or twice afterwards during the filmed episodes right. and then the dress, which she then did a tear away into another outfit, whatever. Like, that was fine. Um, I didn't love it on her. I didn't think it complimented her well, but I don't I don't have a problem with queens kind of crimping each other's style. Because, I mean, I don't know. This is just me. If if you're going to hold on to that whole roach comment thing, why not just totally play up the roach thing? And She should have come back in with the, the ski mask. Not necessarily, <laughs> but there, you don't have to... Like, I mean, it just seems like low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, to... like, the sponge thing that uh, Monet held on to, the brown cow that Monique held on to, they grasp at anything that they think may be something for them, and that Roach thing was just stupid. Yeah. It was a real low point. Like, Brown Cow stunning. Like, it wasn't a bad look. She wasn't being torn apart for her look, where, um, where Silky was. Yeah. And, like, that was her lowest point as far as, like, looks go. I don't think that should be what you try to hang on to as, like... I'm the Roach Queen. Yeah, <laughs> that's just right. give me a can of Raid, and we're good to go. Yeah. Um, 
can we talk about the fact that they did uh some Mori Povich uh paternity test behind the scenes footage for these top four? Intercut with weird on the street in drag oh, things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because when they did the first one, when they did Akira's, first off, I don't know her braids were that long. And that she had that, that goatee going on. But I swear to God, I thought it was going to be a, um, a lie detector test <laughs> on Mori Povich or uh, a paternity test because the way that they were shot with like those weird angles and the side profile in black and white, go watch an episode of Mori. And that's exactly how they do these little these little vignettes where they're like, she's saying that I'm the baby daddy, but she's been sleeping with 14 other men. I'm here to tell her that I'm not the father. Like, that's exactly what I thought. And we yeah. all got a big laugh out of it on the uh, in, in the bar. It was it was fun. But those were just weird. Yeah. And then we still got time with the queen. So it's like too much. You're, you're too showing... much filler. Yeah. Although Why? I, I did like Evie's. Um, uh, oh, God. Anglerfish. Yeah, and with the free hugs sign. Well, not even that. The free hugs was fine, but then when she's like, "I stand out," and she's get, it, she's up against that blue wall that's the same color as her outfit, <laughs> like that was that was fun. Yeah, which is like, I totally stand out, and then she's just blended into the wall. Right. But it the uh, was it Love Connie segment Christine coming out and singing "Sissy That Walk." At first, I thought. Wait, Christine, the crazy freaky drag queen, is coming out and singing. So much more excited if they had done that. But and I thought for some reason I couldn't remember Love Connie's name, so I thought it was Love Connie coming out to sing it, and I got excited about that. And then we brought out um, older season queens, and they each got like a third of a second airtime, yeah. including our girl Kylie, and not even that much from Morgan. She didn't get her walkout. Huh. Oh really? Yeah, because people were people looked at the shot after the, like the overhead <gasps> shot. Oh, and they and had Morgan was there. Oh no! But you didn't see her walk out because the way it was edited, it was one of those times when it flipped back to oh uh, no. Christine singing. Christine singing, and, and that so was she was she, the only she one. Was the only one. That yeah. is such bullshit. Well, I mean, Sony <laughs> got like literally yeah a split second was, i mean a lot of them blinking you miss it yeah it but i mean angina though yeah, she, oh angina looks so good with that little wig and yes. the ponytail come on girl i didn't know who nicole page brooks was i recognized her the one i didn't recognize was venus delight oh she was there yeah uh, i think she was the eye patch one. Oh, maybe oh she's doing a, new, a madonna yeah <laughs> of course of course she is how much money did she spend on that? Where are the receipts? So does she have like $30,000 worth of receipts to, to talk about it? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so then after an hour, an hour, including another segment for Vanjie, because if Vanjie doesn't get a segment, I think it's in her contract when she came back. Although um, I, we didn't talk about this on her when she was sent home. I absolutely loved her exit from yes, her episode. It was fantastic. Yeah, it, it just... I may not always love Angie. Most of the time, I may not even like Angie, but that exit was everything. I just don't think she needed two segments at the reunion and a whole other segment at the finale. But that's just me. Other people adore it, so good for them. Yeah. We finally get down to the lip sync for the crown. The four girls come out, and we spin the wheel. Silky gets first pick. But she looks not good when it lands on her. She was like, 
Holy crap. Which, at that point, I think she just wanted it to be over. She just wanted to get out of there. Oh, totally. She she knew the writing on the wall, so well, she's like... I mean, that, I think she read the reception she was getting from fans the entire season. Oh, that's much true. She was that's a good point. And also, I heard that when she came out the first time, she got golf clapped. No. Like, and there was like a smattering of people standing up, but she did not get a warm reception. That's so horrible. At the finale. That's, ugh. Um... But that, that, but then like, like, you're there but then like Evie do... came out and got like a five minute standing ovation. I get that, but you're there to do a job. When you do a an audience thing, you're there to do a job. You're not just there to enjoy the thing. You're not supposed to like you know work hard at it, but like cheer for people. You don't just golf clap. You know that's 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 yeah. unprofessional and disappointing. You know, yeah. For for this kind of thing, yeah. But so I, I think she probably went through her head and. Also, I think production probably said, okay, Akira and Silky don't choose each other. Yeah, and I thought like, it was going to be Akira and Silky. Honestly. Or, I, like, if I was Silky, that's who I would have picked. My, if I actually wanted to try and win the thing. My original thought process, this is my original rundown for the finale. It would have been Silky and Evie to pay off that. Yes. Brooklyn and Akira. So you have your pageant versus oddball views that you finally pay off yep and then you've got your pageant girls Mm -hmm. and then it was gonna be brooklyn taking hers and evie taking hers for a while now i've called brooklyn versus evie as our final two lip sync because the biggest and best moment of the season by far was their lip sync for sure and if you're gonna try to recapture that in a stunning moment you make that your finale absolutely yeah you know, you make that the last thing people remember from season 11. But, but she went with Brooklyn. Which I think was probably the better choice for her because how much she had talked up that she was going to send Evie home. I think she knew she wasn't going to be able to send Evie home. But and she that saw way she... Brooklyn lip sync twice. No, 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 no. But she never, like, there's no captured video or audio that they showed where she was like i'm gonna send you home brooklyn i'm so much better than I you don't, she didn't say that to akira either though you know what i mean I like know. i would have expected at that point take akira because then at least maybe you'll have you know a chance yeah but brooklyn you've seen brooklyn fucking wipe the floor she, she swippered the, the stage with her pussy while checking her nails yeah she did her hair toss and checked her nails. But yeah, like I, I just didn't I didn't understand it, honestly. And then the lip sync happened. And I swear, after last year's butterfly debacle, they looked at those girls and said, You keep that shit to a minimum. Because the the reveals were minimal this year. Yeah. The the only thing Silky did in lip sync that I quasi enjoyed was the wig reveal straight down the middle. The second wig reveal, yes. yeah. Pulling the two wigs apart down the middle. Yes, I've I never that, seen I that, that wig was split. Inventive. Inventive. Yes. But everything else, the fact that like the song barely had one note out and she already turned her back to the audience and ripped off a wig and a garment. Yeah. Like it it didn't fit musically. Yeah. And, like it didn't like Yeah, why weren't you just like, starting in that outfit if you were going to like literally off the first boom. Like, like it was like when Aquaria came out in that 
uh, Jiffy Pop Bag? Jiffy Pop Bag. Like, why? I get Mm -hmm. it. You're just going to take it off the second the song starts. Well, that's why I love Brooke's outfit where it basically sat on the back. Here's the reveal or whatever. I thought that was great. (laughs) That was hilarious. I want a smock that says reveal all over the front. And then when you turn around, it says here comes the reveal. I loved that so much. I want that. I want it so is that, badly. Is that going to be Talita's look? Maybe I might <laughs> oh have to bite her. God. Might have to bite her style, but I don't want the internet getting mad at me. So we'll see. That entire Bootylicious song, like it was just her flopping around. Like, what? What dance like, move is you throwing yourself on your back? All it made me think of was Magikarp use Splash. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very effective. No, it's not. And then she like ran in a circle. Like, I, I wasn't sure yeah. if she was doing a dance move or trying to get up. Yeah. It was so weird. But then Brooklyn then, did it right. She spun her, like, did it on the floor properly. But And that was after her reveal of heels into dance shoes, which was... Oh, my God. A shoe reveal. Holy crap. How, like, how does that get engineered? Right? Like, I mean... It was impressive. It was very impressive. Like, wow. Lots of tension. I have never seen a shoe reveal, and I'm so happy I have now. <laughs> um, so needless but, to say, Brooke took that lip sync. Yes. Uh, that splash was not very effective. It was not. And the Ice Queen moves on to the finale in the final round. So then you had Evie and Akira, Who get SOS from Box 96. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I loved it. They had box one and box ninety six. That was fantastic. Um, and this one I thought was a lot closer because it wasn't Be- very interesting. Yeah, because I didn't really get what Evie was going for. Like, I mean, I didn't mind the outfit. It was sad the free Britney reveal didn't come off better than it did. It wasn't. I mean, I guess it was a reveal, but. I, mean, I didn't know what it was. I read about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't make out what it was in the moment. Yeah. But, um, but she, like, I don't know if it was just because everyone expected her to do all kinds of backbends and stuff, and it was just. And that outfit was prohibitive of a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, for sure. And the sh- and the shoes she was wearing was also a little prohibitive. Yeah, but then Akira. I mean, we haven't seen much of Akira lip syncing. And the one because no, it was just she had to lip sync in the six way, right? She did in the six way, and she sent home Raja. So she she lip synced twice uh, up did. to that point. Yeah. But again, obviously, so not memorable that we're having to sit there and remember that she did it. But it just it was very meh. It it didn't feel like anything that I wanted to write home about. Yeah, it was just a generic like club outfit that she was wearing. Like it didn't seem like anything special. Yeah. The tearaway reveal was nothing. Um, the wig reveal was okay. I liked the idea of the blue sparkly wig, but it didn't seem full enough, or like yeah. it just didn't. Like it just seemed. And the timing was weird because it wasn't like she had like spun onto the ground and like took the wig off, and it just. Yeah. I mean, like when Evie yeah. did her like cartwheel. And you thought, oh shit, she lost her wig. It's like, oh no, yeah, it's yeah, a reveal. Yeah, yeah. That worked well. This just was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. So with a close lip sync, Evie took that one. And it set us up for Evie versus Brooklyn for the crown. But before we got to that, our season 10 miscongeniality slash 
All-Stars 4 tie winner, Monet Exchange, came out to crown... <laughs> came out to award our new Miss Congeniality. The sad part is that I had even forgotten that Monet Exchange was Miss Congeniality of Season 10 because Aww. then she went right into Season 4 and then won that. <laughs> That's yeah. true. And I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? Who? Wasn't she on like three seasons ago? Oh, no. That was last year. Got it. Last year, but yeah, like 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 no, December. A well, no, a year ago. Oh, was it that It one? was for her season when she won Miss Congeniality. This oh, was God, right. a year yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, or just over a year because yeah. we're a little late on the finale. Yes. Um, but Nina West gets voted Miss Congeniality by the rest of the queens as well. She should have. I could have seen Sugar yeah. Cane, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, but Nina, I mean, these are the queens. These are the people that are spending day in and day out with Nina, them. Nina, I mean, at least from the edit, really showed her positivity from the edit. From the edit. From this the edit. again. This is that's when when we as fans got to vote. We were basing it off of what we saw. Right. 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 And Sugar had a lot of that same warmness she about did. her. She totally did. So I could have definitely seen. I'm. I. Yeah. Nina would have been my pick, but I. I really could have seen Sugar Cane also possibly getting it. Sure. But she. She won like ten thousand dollars from something, and was I that loved, a... I loved her meh comment. That was fantastic. That's <laughs> she, that's how you read RuPaul, that's right? How... <laughs> she is. A, she's an absolute sweetheart. By the way, and um, hopefully we'll be on the podcast very soon. Um, Got to hang out with her a little. She made me try Jenny's ice cream. Oh yeah, yeah, because they sell it at Publix. Not not her flavor. Oh, that's right, because she's doing that the promotion with uh, the ice cream. Yeah, but they sell they sell pints of Jenny's ice cream. Oh, it was good ice cream. And then after that, we get the final lip sync, in which. Brooklyn had her amazing reveal, 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 reveal. Here comes the reveal coat. Yes. And Evie wore her multi-headed deity, um, Vishnu Ganesh. I loved it. It was ensemble. It was great. It was stunning. I mean, it really was. And Edge of Glory was a great song for a finale. Yeah. Like final song, I think it. Allowed them both to perform well. I think Brooklyn fell in the trap of relying on tricks more than emotion. Yes and no. I Okay. Evie's look was bigger and could be seen easier is what she was doing. The thing I didn't realize at first, and it wasn't until I watched it back, was that the way that the mirrored surfaces of her headpiece were... It made, from certain angles, it made it look like she was multi-faced. Yeah. So she had the multiple, like, the three heads and all of that. Right. And then when she turned around and there was the head on the back of the piece, all of that, you could see that on a grander scale. You could see that further away. Brooklyn's big thing was that she basically was Lady Gaga. Yes. So from the cover, between the hair, and I think she even had the, like, the little mole and everything, like, she did up. And then with the the mirrored look, which her look was stunning. Oh, that yeah. was an amazing cat suit. But yeah. it just didn't have that same push of look at this. Right. Your eye right. was drawn to Evie. And oh. that's really, I think, what put her over the top. Yeah. Because I think they had a closer lip sync. Neither one was, oh, my God, so amazing. This wasn't a sorry, not sorry moment again. But right. it was a very good lip sync. But I think Evie's choice of an outfit that 
you could see and spot and draw your eye to was what put her over the top. It just felt like she was emoting more. At least that's what I got from it. The camera was also on her a little more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did yeah, you not but... see the passion in Brooklyn's eyes? Uh, was she? Did she not dirty it up a little bit for you? She did not. It was. Were def- you waiting for the joke, but it, it fell flat? Oh. It was definitely a close lip. <laughs> no, like, I, I think I am not saying that make Brooklyn the case. did bad. Right. No, I, no, no. I'm just saying that it's happened in finales before, where the person who does a little bit more of an emotional lip sync wins over the person turning tricks. Yeah, for sure. We don't kink shame here, nor do we shame sex workers. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I was trying to shame Kennedy Davenport. Oh, <laughs> after an added trick and trades it in like, oh. Uh, because that's the same thing that happened in the Trixie versus Kennedy lip sync. Uh, Trixie was giving more of an emotional performance versus Kennedy, who was dancing all around the stage. Flip uh, off the stage, flip on the stage, flip yeah. off the stage, flip on the stage. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. And Evie is our new... Uh, next drag superstar, and Good. that's the end of season eleven. And kept trying to shove her fists in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> and I, I will say, and you, Pat, you saw both performances. I saw one of the two when she performed here at Parliament. Uh-huh. Evie, she really did a great job. I really enjoyed her first performance. Did you enjoy? Uh... I don't know. I was drunk and eating pizza at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I have her first performance. I put it up on YouTube because why not? And uh, it was a good little comedy routine. It was surprising. It was a good performance. She didn't do any crazy backflips or backwards walking or anything really too out, too like out there. But you know, you know, you shouldn't. You don't need to. Uh, she did the Lion King for the Midnight Show. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which it was the same mix that Darcel did. No, I was waiting for the for Darcel's uh, animals to come up on the stage. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That was cute. Oh. Shout out to uh, to Chrissy as the the bird, oh, and Jeff Freeman as uh, one of the other animals. I got some pictures. I'll see if I can find a good one. I'll put it up on the uh, the Flame on Facebook page because, as they joked about it, she uh, Darcel pulled it out of retirement after twenty years, and it's now going back in the drawer for another twenty years. Oh, so that is season eleven. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the season. There were definitely some uh, some fun moments. Definitely a lot of moments that just made us want to get through it as quickly as possible. We're now in a hopefully decently long stretch of time without some drag race. I need to recharge my drag race batteries. And now Willem and Alaska can finally get back to the season two reunion. Oh my god. Yes. And get into season three. So hopefully that'll <laughs> happen soon. Um, they put out three episodes this week, though. Three? Yes, live in San Francisco part one, live in San Francisco oh, part two, and oh. the finale. So oh, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, oh. or something like that. I think they, they did the episodes. What is this crazy podcasting schedule I, I, they're on? And I mean, if you do end up needing more RuPaul in your life, she has a talk show now. Oh. Or he has a talk show now. And uh, there's going to be a Netflix show that he's doing as well. Yeah, and that's a character. Like, he's yeah, not, like he's it's yeah, a, he's actually it's, acting. A scri- it's scripted TV. So. Oh, is it? But I'm a cheerleader. The TV show. No. Oh, damn it. Oh well. But that will do it for us on this drag race recap. If you've enjoyed this episode, or you enjoy any of the work that we do here on the Nerdy Show Network, feel free to become a patron because we are listener funded and supported entertainment by going to patreon.com/nerdyshow. 
You can also follow us on all the social medias by going to flameonshow.com and scrolling to the bottom where you can click on any of the social tabs down there and follow us on your favorite medium. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks with, I believe, a cast recording, a little month in review, pop culture goodness. Join us back for that, dear listeners. And until then, peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.